having a little fun today because I mentioned that I have recently been on vacation and I made so many observations about the vacation rental we stayed in. I just want to share where my ADHD brain went from the organization that was there and maybe tips we can pick up on. Hey friend, welcome to the Joy Loving Home Podcast. I'm Joy, wife, mom of four, (laughs) and unorganized professional organizer. I have a heart for ADHD moms and kids. After spending years learning and organizing for other people, I realized there's a real need to turn the concept of being well-planned and organized upside down. It shouldn't be created exclusively by type A naturally organized people as a way to fix you or your home. Organizing, planning, and productivity should fit the way our brains think. Albert Einstein said, everybody's a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. (laughs) Well, fish, let's quit trying to climb trees while being given tips by well-intentioned monkeys who cannot understand how our brains think. Join me in the water and learn how to swim with the current of your life. It's time to choose unorganized organization and flexible productivity. It's time to choose progress over perfection. I'm in this journey with you, and together, we can choose joy. Okay, so we stayed at a beach house that I found on VRBO that was stunning. (laughs) It was right on the ocean. Couldn't have asked for a better choice for ourselves. It was mostly white everywhere. (laughs) It had a very sophisticated beachy feel. It wasn't one of those like kitschy beachy themed beach houses. It was very calm and serene and obviously getting to look at the ocean. I mean, how can you beat that? So just that sort of stepping in and having a very monochromatic palette was just calming in and of itself. I personally am not a minimalist. I I am not... I don't have an all-white house either. It just, something about it for vacation felt great. It didn't feel cold, but colder than I'm used to in sort of my own natural environment. That, of course, set a tone, but that has nothing to do with the organization. I just think the backdrop kind of already puts yourself at ease. And then obviously vacation brain (laughs) helps, helps you calm down and slow down and take things in. I wanted to share a couple observations because As an organizer, I'm always tuned into how are things organized in this kitchen? How are things organized, you know, in the the bathroom? How much storage was built into this house? That kind of thing. It was very well done. But I just had a few observations that I wanted to share that, I don't know, maybe we can can use in our real lives. (laughs) The first one is that less really is more. Honestly, just the paring down of everything Everything that was in the focus kitchen, everything that was in that kitchen was super utilitarian, very streamlined, and it was just enough. Uh, There wasn't anything that I was like, oh, I wish they had left this in the drawer and I wish they had had that. Maybe even a few things they didn't have to have, but to each his own that everybody uses the kitchen differently. I just, I felt like it was well stocked, but still super breathable. Again, everything was white, <laughs> which the nice thing about that, I guess, if, if you have a rental place and things get broken over time and things get lost and whatever, it's easier to just pick up onesie twosies here and there to re 
replace without it feeling like, oh, now I have to go out and buy a whole new match set of something to replace the old match set. So there is something super calming about opening each cabinet and just seeing just enough white things there. That less is more feeling. Ironically, I don't, I'm not good at meal prep and I am not good at, I mean, I enjoy cooking enough, but not enough to want to do it every single night and certainly not while I'm on vacation. <laughs> and this was the first time we had gone to this this beach location and I was given some warning from other people in the Atlanta area that everybody and their brother goes to this place for spring break. Be prepared to wait forever if you want to eat at a restaurant. With the way supply chain has been, you might want to buy your groceries before you head down because the grocery store isn't super near to where all the beach places are. All you want to do is get stuck in traffic all the way down and then have to like go out and find stuff at a grocery store and then not have basics. And then you're like frustrated on vacation because you can't even find the stuff you like. I don't even know who this Joy was, but <laughs> she, along with the help of my daughter, we were like, let's jot down a couple basic breakfast things, a couple basic lunch things, a couple basic dinner things, and we'll plan to eat in a few of the, you know, all but two, all but two nights. We decided we're like, we'll be patient enough to wait at a restaurant twice. So we went to the store, had our list in hand, got all the things. <laughs> the trickiest part is getting all of it in the car, but I am actually a Tetris master when it comes to loading my car. I, we got everything in. We were high-fiving everything. I don't know that my husband could see out the back, but you know, other than that, we had it down to the wire. But I'm digressing with the story. What I was trying to share is somehow we got there and we, it was fun to like unpack everything into the kitchen and we were almost like merchandising the, the refrigerator and we set up the cabinet with all the not cold foods and it felt so this is stuff I don't give myself the gift of doing at my own home. And it's a question I'm going to ask later is like, what what is it about that environment that made me want to be that way in that space? Is it because it was already naturally so nicely organized that I just, I felt like it's just these few items. I can, I can make them right in here. And you know, I hate that word if there's no right way, but just, I don't know, it just something about that environment and having just these items felt not overwhelming. I think that's what it is. It just didn't feel overwhelming to set up the kitchen and get it. Well, guys, we ended up biking down to this super cool smoothie, like acai bowl kind of a place for two of the lunches. So I ended up cooking it in every night. I don't do that in real life. Like, why did I want to do that on vacation? Why was I so calmly and happily able to cook there for six straight nights? Is it because I already knew exactly I had five choices or six choices to cook? And so it was going to be one of the six. And I had the flexibility of saying, well, hey, are we in the mood for this, 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 or this tonight? And then once that choice was gone, we were like, how about this, 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 or this? And the little bit of leftovers from each night became lunch choices for the next day. It all fell together so smoothly. I literally was like, who is this person? <laughs> and how did this happen? But there was something about minimizing my choices and having space that had just what I needed in it, that it didn't feel like a chore in any way, shape, or form. And so that less is more kind of mentality I just, I love that. That was a, a fantastic lesson learned. So that was number one. Number two, doesn't really matter where it goes. This part, this I loved. So 
my husband, who is very type A and very neat and organized naturally. He is a monkey, not a fish. He actually got frustrated in the kitchen, which made me laugh because I was like, it's more organized than our kitchen at home. What is his deal? And I realized at home, he knows exactly where things go. So he knows where to look at them, how to locate things, opening one cabinet door. So he would be like, oh, that's not where the glasses are. Oh, that's not where the glasses are. Oh, that. And he would like go through four cabinets before he found it. Well, then he's great about always emptying the dishwasher and putting things away. And he's like, do you know where this goes? Do you know where this goes? As he's helping unload the dishwasher because I was pulling things out cooking. He was putting them away. And it was cracking me up because I was like, it doesn't really matter. It does, it's pretty basic. Like just find a spot. We used all of the bowls one day. And he's like, but where do the bowls go? And I'm like, wherever, you know, find an empty spot. And I think that sort of my lesson learned in that was my fish brain was like, we're not messing anything up. There's plenty of room in every cabinet. There's only so many cabinets to look in. There's some basic logic of where things were. There's enough people staying over time. I'm sure every time the owners cycle back through, they're like, what in the world did all of this stuff get? placed all over and they may have a structure that they reset it every time they come through because they have a way they want it but you get that many people it's like playing that telephone game we did as kids it's going to change a little bit little by little as each new group of people comes through to stay there so anyway it just I found as that observation of our differences in our brains what frustrated him was like such at ease for me and I just I found that funny I don't know whether that's a tip or not but just an observation. Okay, so three, the lack of overwhelmingness made me so productive. And I kind of mentioned that about how I did the the meal planning and I never felt drudgery. I never felt confused or, or distracted, I guess, by what was going to come next because there was this nice rhythm that was happening and I knew the choices I had. I guess limited choices builds productivity. And I I think that that was a neat lesson to learn from that standpoint. And that's the same for like, even in the bedrooms, we always when we get to a place unpack and stash our suitcases away and just knowing even picking outfits each day, I'd only packed so many, just walked to the closet, grabbed what I wanted. And it was ease and done. That was a nice tip to learn about myself that just this lack of overwhelm, lesser choices builds more and I don't know if the productivity is the right word but it just it took away a lot of the anxiety and the distracting decisions that maybe sometimes I don't even realize I get faced with at home my next observation and again I mentioned this briefly about the kitchen is I loved observing how different people in my family were different on vacation and how they were the same how they put their stuff away or how they lived within the house the way it was. It was a little different this time because it was just three members of my family and then my daughter brought a friend. Just seeing like the friend just lived out of her suitcase and it looked looked like a bomb blew up in that part of the room. And my daughter, who is very much like her father, had everything put away in, in, in exact spaces and she was very exacting, which is how she is at home. And he was as well. But the other one was super relaxed and you know, she did her thing, which I'm imagining that's the way she is at home. Noticing that I felt more exacting on vacation, which is sort of the opposite, right? On vacation, you're supposed to let loose and not worry about any of it. And 
it wasn't that I felt compelled to do it. Like I needed to do it because I needed to keep it neat. It was just, I was inspired to keep it neat. I think that is the word. So it just, it was an interesting observation. So next time you're on vacation and you get to stay in a place, if you get to stay in a house of any kind that is this kind of a setup, just sit back and observe. I just think it's fascinating. You'll know your kids. You know which ones in your family are monkeys and which ones are fish. And just see how they react to this different environment. Does it make them anxious? Does it make them relax? Do they act a little differently or not? So again, don't know if that's a tip so much as an observation. And then the final one, and this is the question, of course, that I want to answer is, because I kind of loved a little bit of how I was there, how could I bring this home? What piece of this can I pick up and short of turning my home into a VRBO, um, how can I make this sort of feeling that I had work? Obviously, editing things out of my home so that I have these less choices would be great. But it inspired me to say maybe a question I need to ask myself when I'm editing is if I was turning this into a VRBO, is this item necessary? Particularly if I'm going to go through my kitchen. How many things do we have in there because we needed it once for one type of function and and we don't use it like that anymore? Or, you know, we've got the separate apple cutter and the pineapple cutter and the avocado cutter and the strawberry knife and the whatever when how many times you just grab the paring knife and you just start dicing it up? Again, not a kitchen person. <laughs> if you're kitchen people out there, you're cringy. You're like, that's not dicing. But just if if you never grab for those single function tools, do you need them in your space? How nice would it be to just open a drawer and see just 12 items instead of 27 items that you have to dig through to find the thing you want? Obviously, the, the answer there is how much can we edit, but maybe we use that as a way to ask ourselves, would I need this in a VRBO? Might take some of the um, the sentimental, sentimental connection or this need to be like, well, it's useful. Okay, sure, you can use a pineapple slicer and an apple cutter, and a, but do you use them? And is there something else that would function in the same way? And then I think the other lesson that I kind of wanted to, to be a take home is how much of this me on vacation was me sort of living out this fantasy of I could be organized, I could be productive, I could be pre-planned and knowing that I only had to do it for six days <laughs> that it didn't feel this pressure of like I want to change who I am. I just wanted to kind of have fun with this for six days. There was no pressure that I had to keep it up. So I guess the lesson there is, are there things you can tell yourself of, yeah, I'm capable of being anybody I want to be, and I can do it for however short a time I want. So if you just want to experiment with, you know what, the next four nights, I am actually going to cook at home and not get overwhelmed at it and pre-plan four nights of food. And if I don't want to do any cooking for the next seven nights, who cares? There's no parameters that you have to stick yourself in that feel like this, I'm changing my habits, you know? So anyway, those were thoughts, observations, tips perhaps, but I thought they were worth sharing and asking ourselves about. If you, I'll put a little post in our our community, if you are like, yeah, I actually have noticed some of these things or I'm about to go on vacation this summer at a vacation rental and I, I like the idea of kind of observing what it's like to be in that kitchen and does it make me anxious or does it make me soothed? 
it would just be interesting to share that. And if you're like, I love that so much and I want to minimize a little bit, not to be a minimalist, just to minimize a little bit and you want some accountability and you want some people to do that with, that's the kind of thing I'm trying to build in the Facebook group. So if you want to join us there, it's bit.ly slash joy loving home community and we would love to have you join us. Almost forgot, today is the day the um, podcast with Chelsea Eithoven over on part-time wellness drops. So if you are done listening to this and you want to go listen to that, I am recording this on Thursday. So I still can't put the exact link in yet. But again, go to Part-Time Wellness with Chelsea Eithoven. You should be able to look it up and her episode that drops today, which is you'll be listening to this on Friday the 15th, should be out there. So I hope you enjoy it. Until next time, choose joy. Did we just connect? Do you feel at home here? Oh gosh, then please do me a favor. I'd love to have you here for the next episode. And to do that, you need to follow or subscribe or hit the little plus button, whatever it takes to be here next time I drop an episode. And while you're at it, if you could scroll down and find where people rate and review the podcast, and if you would add your thoughts, it would mean the world to me. First of all, it would help other moms like us find me and they wouldn't have to feel so alone. But I actually just like hearing from you. It means a lot to know your thoughts and so that I can keep doing a, a good job and having episodes that mean something to you. So connect with me. DM me on Instagram. I'm at Joy Loving Home. Or you can email me, joy at joylovinghome.com. Or join my community. It's bit.ly slash joylovinghomecommunity. I can't wait to hear from you. And remember... Keep choosing joy.